Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you Amazing. in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The New York Times uh, ran a piece a couple of days ago called I Believe Juanita. Well, you know, I, I wrote my I Believe Juanita piece uh, in, I'm, trying, I'm gonna remember the exact date, February 25th, 1999, in the National Post of Canada. So I was, I was right 18 and a half years ago when it mattered. And as t- So there you got Mark Stein, uh, who, who, who we love around here. Read a couple of his books, really good. Um, <clears throat> You know, pointing out what is obviously true, we we were way too uh, willing to to give guys a pass on this stuff in in the very recent past mm-hmm. and not believe the women. But now we're going to the we believe every woman about everything, 
And everything counts the same way, apparently. That's not good. That's not right. So I'll read you a couple of things. This is from the National Review. Every time the definition of rape, abuse, or molestation is brought down another notch and this new low watermark is agreed on across the political spectrum, the prospect for a different type of harm increases. If we agree for short-term political pleasure that Franken is guilty of serious sexual molestation for an unfunny photograph taken years ago for a sloppy and unwanted pass at a woman, then two things are certain to happen. The first is that the difference between bad manners and rape will become blurred yet further. I think That's s- from the National Review. They're not out there to help out Al Franken. No, indeed. And I can't stand Al Franken. I don't like his politics. I don't like his comedy. I don't like him personally. But the tongue in the mouth is incredibly rude behavior. And, and it's up to a, a woman to figure out how she wants to handle that. Could be the- assault, couldn't it? Um, I don't even... I don't, I don't know, yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 I suppose it is. Um, But that is one of those crimes that I'm going to leave it up to the victim to decide how far to push it. The the sophomoric picture on the plane was stupid, but I don't... I, I get their point. I get their point. It's not... And again, I can't stand Al Franken, but it's not a Charlie Rose thing. It's not a uh, Roy Moore thing. It's not a Bill Clinton thing. It's not within a million, million miles of Bill Clinton who was defended, uh, you know, in many, many quarters back in the day. A different person writing in the Washington Post. A perplexing aspect of the current debate involves the question of what happens to those guilty of misbehavior and the tendency common to revolutions to overcorrect for past sins. Right. If society once ignored sexual harassment, and we certainly did, One risk, now evident with the case of Senator Al Franken, is overcompensating for earlier apathy. Well, in the Glenn Thrush case. Yeah, where he, well, I'm about to get to that sort of thing. All right. Uh, This person wrote, personally, I'm torn by competing impulses. I want to see sexual harassment finally taken seriously, but fear participating in a sex panic. Especially because the, the glorification of victimhood and the catastrophization of everything. The slightest, you know, annoyance, abuse, the the hard knocks of life are now treated like some sort of life-threatening attack just because that's the social justice warrior way. You know, I I call for a little more toughness, a little more uh, resilience uh, among my fellow Americans. Um, So you have to balance those things. And, And, you know, there's fever in the air right now. So you got this, Glenn Thrush, who is the White House reporter for The New York Times and their most prominent. Um, is suspended currently because of uh, this allegation. A woman named Ms. McGann, who now works at, at Vox, said that Mr. Thrush had put his hand on her thigh and started to kiss her at a bar near Politico's headquarters five years ago. She was political editor at the time, and Mr. Thrush was a reporter. So they went out for drinks after work. He put his hand on her thigh and started to kiss her. And she was above him on the chain. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh the next day, she wrote, she saw him talking to male colleagues. Later, she reported that she felt some men in the political office began to look at her differently than before. Okay. That's it. That's that's some thin gruel. In the statement from Mr. Thrush, he said he had different recollection, the, the, uh, uh, recollection of that event. The encounter was consensual, brief, and ended by me. She was an editor above me at the time, and I did not disparage her to colleagues at Politico, as she claims. Well, even, even if he did... That's that's a that's a different world from pinning you down in a car or a bedroom and raping you. I mean, they're not even in the same universe. Well, sure. Well, yeah, I don't you don't even need to go there. That one's dismissed. Bang, next case. 
I mean, that stuff. But he's been suspended, right? He's been suspended by the New York Times, and you got Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC, uh, Sean, if you can, uh, talking about this this morning. And I wonder if this is the degree we're now going to go to. Why are people going out for drinks? The New York Times reporter who's suspended. Uh, everyone's drunk. I mean, I'm sorry. These are not scenarios for the best behavior in all of us to come out. And that is something that needs to be required from the place where you work. This stuff has to stop from the top down. We can't have situations that enable this behavior. Do I sound crazy? Yes. Yes. I just feel bad that when it gets really cold this weekend, this winter, she won't have two brain cells to rub together to keep her warm. Mika. That, you know what? She's That is a beautiful example of the difference between her worldview and mine. She wants blanketed rules. You can't go out. You can't socialize. There can't be any alcohol. And that's kind of the progressive way. As a libertarian, I say, you tell people what ex- what the behavior is permissible and not permissible, and then let them take the consequences for their own behavior. You know the how idea many... we can't socialize anymore because one out of I don't know how many guys is a perv. That's that's disgusting. It is. It is. That's a, it incredibly is incredibly misguided. Well, that talks about the uh, columns I read from where people referred to it as a sex panic. Or about how revolutions always overcorrect. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. I hope we're not going there. It wouldn't surprise me, because that's what we tend to do. So now, just the idea of coworkers getting together at all is is out of bounds because Charlie Rose sexually assaults women when he's drunk. That's crazy. But it wouldn't surprise me if we don't go there. Oh boy. I hope not. It it, it can turn into a sex panic. I think all the big stories that have come out, except for Glenn Thrush, have been perfectly legitimate that those people are in trouble. Right. And, and, and losing their careers. And, and look at the witch hunt. Al Franken now has been stripped of his senatorial and he's in jail. And No, I think everybody's behaving like adults. They're saying, that's pretty bad, but that's not so bad. Let's wait and see. I think people are acting fairly reasonably so far. And it's, Mika Brzezinski there with the people going out for drinks after work. Everybody's drunk in this. People have been doing that forever. And they, they do it on purpose. They like it. <laughs> they, they enjoy it. And they like the outcome, even sometimes when it doesn't work out. And you ended up hooking up with your coworker. So wait yeah, a minute that's, now. That's funny. That had escaped me. <laughs> you were on the road for a year following a presidential campaign, and both of you left your spouses to be with each other. <laughs> so come on. Is it? Is it a cry for help? Is that what she's saying? Uh, uh, she yeah. she doesn't. She's beginning to oh, hate Joe. I didn't. She finish. hates Morning Joe. <laughs> that's why I wish there'd never been an opportunity to socialize with any coworker. Well, he pretty clearly thinks she's stupid. But um, well, but I didn't. I, I didn't think finish my, my wife's point. right-handed. It's obvious. It's right there in front of me. So you know that that view of. You can't let adults put themselves in adult situations and then handle it. Right. That's the difference to me. One of the biggest differences between a conservative and and a and a progressive is you just don't think that adults should be allowed to make those kind of decisions. It because there are a few people. because there are a few that can't handle it right, you right. got to make these blanket rules for everybody and just never allow them at all. Right. No Christmas parties, no go now no going out after work. None of that stuff, which is just an interesting thing to do. Kids at school, no tag because one out of a million kids could fall down. Right, and it infantilizes people. It turns them into infants. It's the other side of the coin that says the government ought to support you. Um, and, and 
you know, and see to your needs. I say that demeans people. It removes their agency. It removes their 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 self-respect, their adulthood, etc. And no, I don't want helpless people to starve, you know, and I've said that a thousand times. I hope I don't need to say it anymore. Um, but the idea that we need to have blanket rules, blanket enforcement, everybody gets taken care of. Blah, blah, no, God, let people be people. If, if, if a particular behavior is undesirable, it's unlawful, it's, it's amoral, whatever, then outlaw it. Pass it through the legislature. And then if a guy has a couple of glasses of wine, can't handle it, gropes on a colleague, boom, he's out. He's gone. Those of us who can have a couple of drinks and just relate as adults, why are you screwing with us? Uh, not that many people are that into liberty. I've been watching uh, Mika Brzezinski handle this for weeks now, and and she's been something because she is a powerful voice in Washington D.C. For whatever reason, that show carries a lot of weight, and and she has gone from being outspoken against the Clintons, which is you know pretty admirable of her, I think, as because a, as, of this stuff as a big time Democrat. Yesterday, she said Hillary Clinton needs to shut up. Bill Clinton needs to shut up. I don't want to hear any more from either one of you. Until wow. you're willing to come forward and talk about what you did. Wow. Okay. Um, as a Clinton supporter, she said yeah. that. But I've watched it go from what Bill Clinton did was wrong, he should have resigned, till today where companies shouldn't allow coworkers to go out for drinks. Yeah. I mean, that's how far we've traveled in a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's something. The sex panic of 2017. And then a lot of these things, you know what? You correct a lot of wrongs, but then you catch up a bunch of innocence in the in the in the net. Also, you like can't Glenn Thrush cure of the New York Times. everything. You can't cure everything. Often the cure is worse than the disease. I think a, a, a barometer for this will be watching the New York Times and see if Glenn Thrush is able to come back or if he just goes away. He'll be back Monday. Uh, he ought to be. Yeah. Well, he ought to be back today. But they don't want to appear uh, hurried or anything like that. Blah 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 blah. I think you're right. I think we're all, we're everywhere we work, we're all going to be doing some sort of entire afternoon sexual harassment seminar because of Charlie Rose and, and, and Harvey Weinstein. Boy, you look really nice today. Is fine. Is rape! Boy, you look really nice today because you got big boobs. Is not good. <laughs> now we're going to role play for a while. I'd like to teach the class, may I? Yeah. I'm sorry I dangled my pant legs in the pool. Can I go change real quick? Oh, the stupid door won't close. No problem. Didn't you hear me yelling your name while I was in the shower? Yeah, I'm not going to walk over and into the bathroom while you're in the shower. You weird old man. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. from Mark Twain, and I'm going to wrap this up now uh, with a quote, and, and I hope I get it correct. Uh, and it has to do with patriotism. And Mark Twain's definition of patriotism is this. Patriotism this is, so is supporting your country all the time and your government when it deserves it. <laughs> 
That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, okay. Why are you uh, half-heartedly... That's that's David Letterman. He was accepting the Mark Twain Award, which is apparently given out by the National Beard Society or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know what? You're down on I, Mark Twain? I lack, no, I lack maturity. I lack the maturity to say, that's an excellent point, David, and well said. Because... He discovered that attitude only when he didn't like their current POTUS. Some of us have been lectured by David Letterman how that very attitude is wrong and stupid and racist when his guy is in. So it's just a little tiring. You're 100% right, and so is Twain. You're 100% right, David. You don't kick your dog when it finally comes to you. That's a good so lesson welcome. right there. Welcome, David. I was going to say something. What did you say? I don't remember. Yeah, I was looking at Garth Brooks up on the TV. He's on Good Morning America. Admire Garth Brooks. He's been fat his whole career. Oh, yeah. Never. He's starting with Friends in Low Places in 1990. He, um, he, he never decided, you know what? I should slim down. I look kind of fat on TV. Nope. Stayed fat the whole time. From one Zoftig rocker to another. Way to go, Garth. <laughs> way to represent, brah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, Couple of chins, fine with him. HD, doesn't matter. Sure. Still going to be fat. You know what? I got a billion dollars. I got, I got friends in high places. I'm, Most of them are investors. I got a billion dollars, and I'm hungry. So I'm getting myself <laughs> something to eat, huh? Who's with me? Fat! So, um, Sean, I just sent you a link via the electronic mail. If you could keep an eye out for that. It's a, it's a rather amusing and charming story, especially for uh, sports fans. Oh, I was going to mention, and I hate to make everything about this. If Letterman's, uh, remember his scandal? If yeah. it had erupted during this time, he right. he would have lost his show. No way he stayed on the. Was air. he having m- merely having consensual affairs? Yeah, but all with people who worked for him, and when he he was in yeah. a position of power, like yeah. the Louis C.K. thing, where I you, wonder. I, oh. Like the Louis C.K. thing. Where it was about the power inequity that bothered people. Sure, although if the couple, because it was just a couple of gals, wasn't it? If they came forward and said, whoa, 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 I'm a grown woman, we had a love affair. Hmm. Um, So uh, I'll look out for myself. I don't know. I think you would have lasted. I don't know. Boy, you were cautioning us not to lump people together earlier. Listen to you, you're a lumper. But that, you know, gets to the point we've both been trying to make. you gotta, you got to weigh these things. Let's not have a witch hunt here. Still married. His wife put up with it. Of course, he probably has an intern hiding in his beard. <laughs> he turns to a times of loneliness. <clears throat> so uh, somebody by the name of Byron Taw tweeted this, and I, uh, I thank him for doing this very much. What an but, awesome name. T-A-U. Byron might be, Taw. It might be Tau. Um, My middle name is Byron. I've thought about going by it various times because I liked it. But. It's a fabulous name. I like it. My middle name's Walter. I mean, if we wanted to like do a... Equities. <laughs> Byron and Walter with equities. Or we... Uh, I don't even like, know what equities are. Sound like the two old guys from the Muppet Show, you know? <laughs> right. Sit there in our, our balcony and heckle people. So, uh, but he he tweeted... The following, which is the mechanism by which Congress would pay off accusers with your money. And they went they went to great trouble to design it so that they could sexually harass or racially discriminate or sex discriminate or whatever. 
when they were accused, they would steal your tax money to pay off the people and make them go away. But make sure you never found out about it. That's your big government you trust. Here's how they did it. Part four of uh, the code spelling out how these things will be done. Part four, chapter 19, or uh, paragraph 19. After the revocation period identified in paragraph 17 expires, and after the executive director approves this agreement pursuant to paragraph 18, the office agrees to rehire complainant, that would be the victim, as a temporary employee for a period of three months, the severance period. During the severance period, complainant will receive gross pay of about $9,000 per month for total gross payments during the severance period, equaling $27,000, et cetera, et cetera, less applicable withholdings and deductions. Complainant will be paid on the office's customary pay dates and via direct deposit that complainant will arrange with house's payroll, office payroll, and benefits. During the severance period, complainant will not perform work for the office. She'll not have access to the office, blah, 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 blah. She'll merely be paid for being alive, essentially, I'm summarizing now, until she's paid off. So she becomes an employee of this office that handles these complaints. Easier to hide the money, though. Until she's paid off. Yeah, because... Uh, Are was... you blanking kidding me? Yeah, that that is freaking unbelievable. So instead of just a, a big check for $27,000, like in the case of this John Connors, um, which would show up somewhere and might too easily be recognized as, what the hell is this? They just stay on the payroll, which nobody would ever catch. Right. To the tune of $15 million since... Was it 1990? Wow, that is incredible. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 even organized the books to make it easier to hide the payments. Well, you got a bunch of smart lawyers saying, "All right, how do we keep this secret? How about if we, uh, you know, write a check and call it a grant? No, nah, that'd be too traceable. How about we just keep them on the payroll, but not have them do anything? An accountant couldn't figure that out. Right. You wouldn't know what it came from, or, unless you followed them around and realized yeah. they weren't doing any work for this money. So, yeah, you just go home, you go home, you pursue your life, and you're still on the payroll till you're paid off. It's pretty clever. That is amazing. It's your government at work. Keep voting for more of it. Wow. Yes, yeah. Sean? I, it's, the, it's the Harvey Weinstein. When you find out that they wrote it oh, into the yeah. contract, right? Yeah, it's yeah. so much you're yeah, right. deeper it, and more inter, like embedded into everything. It's oh, yeah. so disappointing. You're right. It is like Weinstein. It's like it's it's the way they had it coming out of various funds so nobody could trace it and everything. Except it's your government and it's your money. God, that's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, I could spend the rest of my life being an activist on this stuff, but number one, does anyone want to hear it, or does it just make you mad? You know, nobody wants to wake up every morning and be angry. So, as you know, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? What do you? Where do you go with this stuff? Just broke a minute ago. Charlie Rose has been fired by CBS. Whoa! Too so, pervy. Bye bye. Maybe they read the rest of that Washington Post article. By the time you get to the end of it, he's done. There's no, there's no him ever being on a show like that. No. Again. No, no he's a laughing stock. He's a pervo. Did you get that link, Sean? Yeah, we got, we got to figure out why I can't play video over here because there's no reason I can't play this audio. So do you have to see the little video with the uh, famous fella? Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't say I, it. I got exactly what it is. Uh, so it's ready. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is uh, it's just charming. It's just funny that uh, a New York TV station, Fox Five, is doing a feature on scaffolding. 
at all the construction sites around the city. And is it safe? Are the workmen safe? Are the people walking underneath safe? And they stop a man walking by who, who talks about his attitude towards scaffolding. Thompson says he looks up curious, but so quickly walks underneath. I usually observe if the, if the piping and stuff is new. Or if it, sometimes, you know, something looks like it's been there a while. I kind of try to avoid that. That is uh, Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors, who happened to be strolling around uh, New York, and he was stopped as the man on the street and asked about scaffolding pipe. And he said, well, yeah, I do take a look at it. When I'm, He was, he was probably thrilled to be asked about something other than basketball. <laughs> yeah, if it looks rickety, I go the other way. Thanks for asking. See you at the garden. Isn't he like 6'8"? Yeah. Didn't yeah. he stand out as a... Well, nice, yeah. nice of him to take a break from sliding into Instagram models' direct messages to, uh, to a man on the street well, quiz. In his defense, though, he has a very reasoned and nuanced view of scaffolding. Well done, Clay. I wonder what Seth Curry thinks of scaffolding. You're not going to ask me how I get two superstars to work together on the same team? Finally. We're going to talk about something else. Right. He's very happy to talk about scaffolding. scaffolding. I've got a hundred opinions about infrastructure. Are you done with me? Really? Okay. Hey, we just got this text from a tax attorney. That's even more BS because a settlement isn't taxable for the person receiving it. Wages are. So those people get their big settlement and have to pay taxes on his income. I wonder if that's some sort of middle ground. Settlements aren't taxable. Man, I wish somebody would harass me. Go ahead, anybody. Step right up. I want me a tax-free settlement. Maybe Marshall will give you the crusty paw. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, stay away from me. You think Charlie Rose made that noise when he came at him? <laughs> yeah, they actually had a term among the women who worked for him for when he'd give them unwanted shoulder rubs and back rubs. Oh, God, then I had to put up with the crusty paw. And he thought he was like a super cool older yeah. man about town, oh, and they were they were talking about him behind his back like a creep. Yeah. Wow. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, as you mentioned, Charlie's been fired. Meanwhile, the Washington Post reported that Brooks the broke the story has been tweeting. Sadly, my inbox is already flooded with women who have had similar disturbing encounters with Charlie Rose. Who's saying that? The Washington Post. Oh, yeah. wow. So, yeah. so they had eight. Now they got a whole bunch more yeah. of them. Got the worst times to travel this Thanksgiving and very important update on today's Trump turkey pardons. Quite the ritual coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Giddy. I, I wish he goes full on Trump. Yeah, I wish he'd just cancel it and say this is stupid. This is just stupid. I so want him not to bring out a cleaver and grab the thing and go, yeah! That's <laughs> how it's done on the farms, kids. <laughs> You see that little rocket man? <laughs> Hold the head up. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Some developments, I guess, we'll get to. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the one of the big developments is CBS News has just fired Charlie Rose following sexual misconduct allegations. Yeah, that uh, I didn't think that would take long. And get wa- the hell out of here! Washington Post reporting eight women accused Rose of sexual indiscretions. A 75-year-old Rose put out a statement in which he said he doesn't believe all the allegations are accurate, but he does admit to inappropriate behavior and deeply apologizes. All right. Now, positive Sean, in as few words as possible, I'm begging you, 
What point did you make during the commercials? With all of these allegations, I always try to remember that what we are hearing about are the times that it didn't work. These are his missed shots. That it did not work. Why would he do it all the time if it never worked? Right. How many how many people did careers he actually made? And through whatever nefarious or kind of devious agreement they made, same thing with Harvey Weinstein. How many times did he do this and actually follow through with a role? So how many 23-year-old journalism grads did he invite out to his house at night? And were totally game. And, and maybe she called it the silky paw. And they, and yeah, they just slept with him and hung around and worked there for a while. And yeah, now they, now maybe resume, we see them and... anchoring uh, the very news shows we watch. Mm? Yeah, mm? that's kind of interesting. We haven't had anybody like that come forward and say, yeah, yeah I, I slept, slept my way to the top. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Charlie Rose, Weinstein, I did him. Clinton as well. That's right. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Anthony Weiner J.O.'d on a uh, Instagram message to me. Let me. Oh, Who else was there? Wow. Right. That was over the graphic. That was echoing our troubled times. Oh, man. Charlie Rose, so freaking pathetic, too. So he's riding along in the car with this one woman, and he says, you'd think with all the money and fame that I've got, it wouldn't be like this, but I'm actually so lonely. And he teared up and put his hand on her leg as they're driving around in his Mini Cooper, it mentioned. Really? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. That may have something yeah. to do with it. <laughs> Millionaire driving a Mini Cooper, not a good look. Right. Wearing tennis shoes. All right, my friends, I, I have news you can use, news that you need. The Thanksgiving holiday travel rush about to begin, and according to Traffic App, Waze, the worst time to travel before Thanksgiving is going to be 5 p.m. local time today, November the 21st. The worst time to travel home after Thanksgiving will be Monday, November 27th. Between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. local time. I thought Sunday after Thanksgiving was the worst day for travel. It's Monday? Monday. Interesting. Michael, we have breaking news, breaking news. And and it's really, it's of more significance than than Charlie Rose. Hang on a second. I can't remember how to to see the whole thing. There it is. Net neutrality is being repealed. The FCC decision would allow Internet providers to charge customers more and limit their content choices, etc. Uh, I wish I could remember. Speed it up for some, slow it down yep. for others. You want fast internet uh, you pay for more. your site? Was Tim the lawyer for this or against it? I couldn't remember. He was hardcore against being against it. I can't remember. See, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I know we got a couple of texts today from people who said, can't believe you're talking about Charlie Rose and not the most important story of the day, net neutrality. I can't remember. I remember thinking initially the libertarian argument would be, against it because it's private enterprise how can we tell them how to run it but then it's it's like a utility the use of the internet internet service providers etc and so it can be used too aggressively to to mess with the you know whoever you want and it's just not good it's it, it unlevels the playing field in a way that's detrimental to all that is good and decent again i'm trying to remember all the arguments write us a persuasive email Keep it short. If you even come close to that second page, check yourself. Write us a couple, two, three paragraphs, and we'll feature them tomorrow. Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo.com. Speaking of the Internet, Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo.com. Well, my friends, today's Trump turkey pardons have begun. The ritual is underway. Wishbone and drumstick have met the media in the briefing room. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders introducing Wishbone to reporters, telling them 
Hey, if you guys haven't voted yet, you really should do that. She's referring to the poll the White House has posted on Twitter, asking people to vote on which turkey Trump should pardon. And again, wow, and the other one gets killed? Uh, Give us Barabbas. What the hell? This wh- is troubling. Wishbone and Drumstick are their names. Anyway, the uh, turkeys were escorted out of the uh, media r- briefing room uh, to uh, go into the back uh, so they could get ready to meet the Donald. There you go. It sounds as though they're you know, actually... You know which one's going to get the job? The one, with, the one with the biggest breasts. Classic. Mm. Boy, in these times, that joke just does not work, my friend. Troubling. No. That's why I bring it up. What that are you, Charlie Rose? What are you going gonna to open your robe now? You going to give me the crusty paw? <laughs> well, I tell you, instead of doing away with this thing, it sounds like the White House is doubling down on this. I don't remember the press secretary escorting the birds into the yeah. briefing oh, room. Oh, my God. But I love it. Instead of pardoning both of them, it's only going to be one. This is, this, is our, this is the stupidest thing that's happened in the history of America, <laughs> is the president pardoning the turkey. Well, I, I, I hate to destroy your role, but both turkeys will survive. No oh, how the that's, goes. Boo. Yeah. that's a bunch boo. of boo. Right, guys, What am I going to eat, that? squirrel? That's your boo. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. thought this was America. <laughs> that's a good point, Sean, and at some point that will be discussed, I think. In the fallout of this new uh, anti-sexual harassment, is is uh, people that went along with it? They should they should speak out and say, you know, I wish I hadn't," or you know what? I hated it at the time, but it was a good move. I don't know if anybody would say that. These were the rules of the industry that yeah. I was choosing to to get into. I, I now I, make millions of dollars a year. Uh, people have had sex for worse reasons than that. Yeah. Well, we'll see if that starts coming out. There's got to be people out there like that, right? Obviously, that's true. There were people in that same situation at Charlie's house who just had sex with him. Willingly. It has to be. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The flagship location of Macy's in New York this year will require children to schedule an appointment to sit on Santa's lap. No line to sit on this lap, said a man running for Senate. (sighs) It's everywhere. I'll grant you that. (laughs) And boy, excuse me, I'm checking my email for the 403rd time today. I'm like a fellow who left a message for a gal and said, you know, we ought to... uh, I don't know, uh, get together for coffee sometime or something. Um, except it's the dog. It's the dog we want to adopt. Mm. We put in our I'm a good dog owner application. And uh, and uh, the, the shelter we're talking to, these are really good people. I love their policies. I love the way they do what they do. Um, the one dog, the gal said, um, this dog needs intensive training and a marathon runner in the household. And I said, thank you for your candor. Um, but this other one, I think, could be a great match for us. So I just I keep checking because we've decided we're going to go ahead with the dog thing. You going to tell us the breed? Uh, no. No? I'm not going to queer the deal. Just, let's not count our dogs before they hatch. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't sure know you... a lot about dogs. but uh, <laughs> I know they hatch. Yeah, um, I'm really, uh, really, really hoping. Wait, can you give us a wait? A weight? Rough weight. Well, is it a small dog? What are dog you going to eat the things? It's a small dog or a big dog? Is no, it's, it's you know, it's not a shock. It's a, it's a medium-sized breed. It's not a great Pyrenees or anything. Uh-huh. 
Um, but it, uh, neither is it a, a, a Chihuahua. Um, so we'll see. I just I've got hope a, we make the grade. I've got a I will be butthurt if we don't. Oh, you will? Yeah. We love dogs. We're good to dogs. Well, there are we other train dogs. them. We exercise them. If you don't them. get this one. But why would we be rejected? Oh, I see. What, what, is, what is it about me that you don't like? You need to be more like a dog. That's right. I'm just working up my anger in case it's needed. Oh, <laughs> quick temper is probably not a good thing for your potential dog <laughs> yeah, adopter. No you're right. You're right. You're so yeah, right. Calm oh, my down. God. You're so right. You're so right. I think I've flipped completely on dogs because I've got a 160-pound dog. Yeah. And like a six-pound dog. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I'm a small dog person now. I was a big dog person my whole life. There's, huh. just, there's a lot of great advantages to the little dog. Yeah. I could see that. I absolutely so could easy. see that. They're, they eat so little. Their poops are so small. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going kind of medium-sized. Um, I'm thinking, you know, something from the 60 to 75-pound range, which is... Uh, That's pretty decent size. Yeah, Big O, I think, when Big O was really uh, Onyx, my Labrador Retriever, when he was um, in good shape, uh, he was uh, 80 pounds. He was a good-sized dog. Of course, his head was like 28 pounds of that. He had the big old dome. He had that big fat Labrador. They call him Blockheads. Oh, I love anyway. Blockheads. Oh, dogs. he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's with God now, Sean. But um, anyway, I'm concerned that because uh, the, the pug, it, which I've grown to be able to accept its weird looks a little bit. Mm. Um, oh, I was shopping on. They're Amazon. an ugly dog. I've never liked them, and he's still thin-ish for pugs. Yeah. That's exactly it right there. And when he gets giant and fat and he's just a ball of goo with a little weird-looking head sticking out of it, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, boy. So I'm shopping on Amazon last night on my phone, and uh, and they're lost connection or something, and I got the screen, sorry, something went wrong, and their illustration for that is a pug. Yeah. Sorry, something went wrong. People bred... Is this is that the tape you made of your dog snoring? Yeah, that's him actually snoring. Wow. Well, and the interesting thing about that... <laughs> Who needs a husband? <laughs> the, that breed is designed to just hang around your house, right? They don't need to run. They don't need to do anything. So he falls asleep instantly. Instantly. If he's not doing something, you pick him up, and within a second, his head's over and he's snoring. What's within th- a second, he's asleep. What's that gene splicing thing? CRISPR? Yes. Yeah. Can you please splice that into me for plane flights? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so great. Oh. Yes, but you get the bug eyes. <laughs> I'll take them. They might pop completely out of your head. Oh, that's all right. I'll, I'll wear glasses. And now, final thoughts with Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty on the Armstrong and Getty radio program. <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean, final thought? Yes, I've watched this documentary twice in the last three days. Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. This movie speaks to my soul. I highly recommend it if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix. It's easy to find. Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. Wow. Okay. Marshall Phillips, final thought. Heading out to buy an apron today so Sean and I can lens my crock pot butter beef cooking video tomorrow. Getting a lot of requests for this. You will have it soon. Michelangelo, final thought. Uh, Yeah, just because Charlie Rose is a perv, that doesn't mean you need to give up on PBS. Continue to donate to your local station and get your Donna Summer CD. (laughs) (laughs) Love to love you, Michael. Uh, Jack, what's your final thought? Yeah, I find this one a difficult uh, conundrum for society. We're better off with Charlie Rose doing journalism. What he did was really uncool. He's an uncool person. He's a creepo. I wouldn't want my wife or my daughter around him. Mm. But are we better off without him having long-form discussions about national policy? Definitely not. Can we find a non-perv with his skill set? 
Or are we going to bring down a lot of great men because they got this weird kink? Is there any way we can deal with with deal with it? I don't think there is. Unkink them. Back to the crisper. Yeah. My final thought is not all hugs between uh, males and females are uh, untoward. My uh, little girl is going to be home from college today for the first time since August, and I can't wait to give her a big giant squeeze at the airport. Happy, happy dad. Mm. And then home for four days? Till Tuesday. No. Yeah, they get a nice long break. Well, that's why the traveling on Monday is the biggest day probably then, huh, Marshall? Yeah, As you mentioned well to us earlier. Everybody's yep. trying to beat the system. I wish and I, the system beats them. I wish I was going to be with extended family, but I'm glad I'm not headed to the yeah. airport. I really am. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. you got an opinion, you want to talk about net neutrality. If there's a story we haven't covered, you think we ought to be. Send it along. We have links, etc. Armstrongandgettyradio.com. Has anybody ever given you the crusty paw? Yeah! Please, Charlie. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Both my son and my daughter called me. Oprah called me and said, are you okay? I am not okay. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279. 
or visit cheapoair.com slash podcast.